What's up? Welcome to the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. I'm your host, Sean Dustin. This week, we have uh, Melissa Sheldon. She's a voice actress that I found on Instagram, or actually she found me and then I, I, uh, I took a look at her uh, page and she had a podcast called the XY, which is X, the letter X, and then W-H-Y podcast. And it's a, uh, an audio drama that um, she has different voice actors in there that, that she showcases. And it's basically like marketing their, their skills and, and voices and stuff, their talents that they can do. It's really cool. Um, I, I, I listened to it and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very clever marketing idea. Anyways, it was a good conversation, um, and uh, you guys are probably going to like this. I hope you. I hope so. There was a lot of good information in it, actually, uh, about voice acting, how she got into it, uh, the different websites, and I'll have all that stuff in the show notes. Um, you know, the links to those those sites and uh, her her um, social media and ways to contact her. If you get anything out of the show. Or any other show you listen to, please subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, I'd appreciate it, and I'm sure that any of the shows that you're listening to besides mine would appreciate uh, that as well. Um, yeah, uh, any comments, good, bad questions, topic requests, or anything you want to say to me, you can email me at nowhere to go but up now at gmail.com. Uh, you can send me your own stories of struggle or, you know, dating horror stories. Um, yeah, any, anything that you you know, want to talk about, just go ahead and hit me up. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can also email me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Nowhere to Go But Up Now, on Twitter at But Up Now, and on Facebook, Sean Dustin. YouTube is nowhere to go but up. And I have a podcast page. It is nowhere to go but up now dot You can leave comments there as well. So now uh without further ado, let's get to the show. Hi Melissa, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, like I said, we, I should have been recording earlier, but I wasn't, but oh well. So we're going to go ahead and start. Uh, Melissa is a voiceover actress, correct? Yes. How did you get into that? Uh, you know, that's uh, the million dollar question. I get that a lot. Um, to be honest, I think you had talked a little bit earlier about, um, just kind of diving in and trying things, trial and error. And I did the same thing, to be honest. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos from agents, voice actors, and there's a lot of really good uh, advice out there. And then I went in and found a few key websites, and I just started auditioning for, like, anything and everything. <laughs> and, I mean, I could go back and find my old auditions now and just cringe really terribly uh, going, really, I sent that to somebody. Um, but, uh, I think that shows growth, right? So yeah, I just dove in and tried a bunch of things and really, um, I tried to figure out what I was good at, 
You know, um, I, I was actually a singer in a previous life. Um, so I went to college for music and uh, did that for a while. So working with the voice wasn't completely foreign to me. Uh, but uh, voice acting certainly was. And it's something that I had never even thought of until, I don't know, maybe a year ago. So, uh, yeah, just jumped in and tried a bunch of different things. So this is actually relatively new for you then. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think the relative amount of success that I've had so far is uh, shocking. Um, <laughs> the There are communities, you know, like artist communities, writers and, I don't know, video game developers, authors um, that are really supportive and it's all people getting together and saying, hey, I love doing this. You too? Me too. You know, and um, I've had a lot of really cool support. And, uh, you know, and then obviously talking to people in L.A. and agents and all that stuff. Uh, so it's been a wild ride so far in a very short amount of time. But uh, I'm loving it. And I used to do IT work. So this is very different from that. And so it's nice. Yeah, I would imagine being able to sort of write your own hours and not having to clock in and clock out or, you know, have to be somewhere at a certain time. I mean, I would I would imagine if my life wasn't like that and I didn't have to get up at, you know, an ungodly hour in the morning and do all of that stuff, like how how much happier, you know, I would be doing something that I actually enjoyed doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's something that I, I don't know if it's, um, you know, I don't know how old you are, but I think some of the, our generation or around the same age range are starting to do that where it used to be work, work, work. You know, I mean, my parents were like that work, work, work. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Nine to five. That's your life. You know, and I think now we're, again, questioning those things and thinking about, yeah, but what's going to make me happy? You know, and can I make a living doing that? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of nice to be able to self-actualize like that. But yeah, I mean, I was trapped in IT for, gosh, over 10 years um, and healthcare IT. So there's no stopping with that. And uh, man, it was rough. <laughs> yeah, I run across that quite a bit, you know, where you just you wait, the alarm goes off and you're or I'm just like, <sighs> really again? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Again. I, I was going to say, um, I, I used to almost be in tears every Sunday night, like thinking about all the stuff I had to do uh, throughout the week, you know, and I would like stay up late and just be like, no, 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 I just need a little bit more time before the week starts again, you know, and uh, yeah, it's not, it's not fun. No, not at all. So from the time you started to your first gig, what would you so and when I mean gig like real paying you know like not the fifty dollar fifty you know your your first real earning gig uh what was the time in between would you say hmm. I guess I started out with uh I actually started out with some pretty low paying gigs they were paying gigs but low paying gigs um and I actually went straight to audiobooks. That was my first thing. And I thought, you know, I think that would be a great place to figure out what I can do. There's a whole bunch of different voices, right? And it's 
uh, long-term things. So you're talking for an hour, two, three hours. Um, I don't know. Let's just see what happens. So I did that. Uh, that was my first job was actually like a pretty low paying job um, for some uh, science fiction book, I believe was the first one. And so um, I actually spent, I would say maybe a month or so just researching everything, trying to figure everything out. What microphone should I use? What software should I use? Do I have to pay for it? Um, and I, I came from kind of a poor family. So my first thought was, how much can I get out of the equipment that I have for free? And <laughs> can I use my ears instead of a bunch of fancy equipment? You know? Um, so yeah, so I did that. I set everything up and then I went straight to, um, uh, it was, I believe it was ACX audible and, um, just auditioned for a bunch of crap and got, you know, my first little tiny little paying gig for a little science fiction book. And it was fun. And then I thought, okay, well, if I could do this, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep trying to get better gigs more and more, you know? And so eventually, I mean, you're not doing IT anymore. So you got to a point where you were able to basically cut the line, you know what I mean? From from having a, a stable, like, you know, where your next paycheck's coming from to, oh, wow, now I'm solely responsible for trying to make, you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It That transition was actually pretty um, uh, sudden and a little bit violent for me. Um, I uh, So I was at a pretty high-level IT job, right? And it was for, like I said, uh, healthcare IT and I'm leading this group of software developers. And every day, you know, a lot of IT is new problems. And so for me, I had to guide this massive group of people to like meet government guidelines for software, for healthcare things and security concerns and all that stuff. Right. And I just I had a moment where I went in and everything was on fire. And that's how you wake up in the morning, you know, hey, here, fire. And um, and I just I couldn't do it anymore. I had a breaking point and I was in tears and I said, I can't I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to stop. And, you know, I don't care how much IT pays. It's not worth my personal sanity. It's not worth the stress. And, you know, it's, you know, 26, 27 at the time, you know, it's not worth all this. And so um, I quit. <laughs> I quit that same day. Um, and I said, I, well, all right, if I'm going to do that, then I'm going to have to really quadruple my efforts for anything else. And I did. So I just jumped in full bore to voice acting and um, narrating. I mean, I did, I don't know how many auditions a day, a lot, a lot of auditions. <laughs> and um you know, reaching out to coaches and teachers and and everyone I could. And so I thought, you know what, if I'm spending 40 hours a week helping a massive corporation make more money and solving all their problems, well, why can't I do that for myself? So, yeah, I just used all the effort I was putting into these massive corporations into myself instead. And um, I don't know, it luckily, it turned out. (laughs) If it hadn't, you know, I probably, I guess, would have returned. But so far, so good. That's great, man. That's great. Uh, 
gives me inspiration that, you know, maybe what I'm doing and, and trying to do isn't, isn't so far fetched, you know, cause I don't, I didn't come from no. any background, uh, as far as, you know, being able to do anything like this or have a podcast or, you know, talk to people. But I mean, like what really, what, what do you need? I mean, it's talking to people, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's, Which it's, a lot of people don't do anymore, by the way. <laughs> so that's an admirable goal of yours as well. Well, I mean, that's part of the problem, I feel, is that, you know, conversations that should be being had by people are not, you know, the things that are happening in, in you know, the social climate, uh, you know, in our country and the political climate in our country and all these things that should be being talked about by people, you know, who you're close to or who you're, you know... I don't know, coworkers, whoever it is that you commune with, those conversations should be being had. And that way the social media portion of it that gets blown out and everybody thinks that, oh my God, this is where we're at. But no, 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 it's not really where we're at. It's, you know, but if you were talking no. to, if you were talking to your, your, your neighbors or your coworkers or, or instead of having your nose in your phone, you would know that that's not what's really <laughs> happening. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I tell, you know, like a uh, sister-in-law or niece or whatever, you know, the internet is not real life. I mean, it's a part of it, but only a small part of it. It's not real life. And as much as we sort of communicate on social media, we don't really deeply communicate, you know? No, not at all. I mean, who who do you, who was the last person that you deeply communicated with uh, about who you really are as a person? Yeah, and how do you do that in a few characters or less? You know, you're right. That's just a whole new world. I mean, and and it's just it's just the beginning of it. I mean, if you think about you know the industrial revolution, I mean, how long did that period last before? before it it wasn't the wild wild west i mean i feel like you know technology right now and everything else is kind of the wild wild west everybody's just sort of we got hit with all of this stuff so quickly and we're we're struggling to catch up to try to figure out how to actually work with it in a way that's that's productive and and you know we're still working on the counterproductive parts and you know how it's affecting you know teenage girls and 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 kids in general you know, it's all just brand new. So, I mean, we don't even know kind of what some of the, the, the deficits are going to be yet. Oh, I know. And I, I mean, you see some of it and you see little hints of it. And I think I'm really thankful for some of the uh, products that are fighting it. So, you know, I mean, I have uh, uh, some family members, you know, that are, that are in their what, late teens, something like that. And, there's just this massive lack of communication involved and this inability to communicate in any way that's not, um, I don't know, meme related or something like that, you know, or pop culture reference. And um, it's it's cool that now some of those people are getting into podcasts and starting to listen more than they just like talk and sort of have their statuses attached to whatever thoughts they're having. And <laughs> Um, I'm really happy for that. And I'm really happy about how popular podcasts are getting too because of it. Yeah. Podcasts are, are amazing. I, if I would have had these when I was a kid, you know, I, I know you probably, did you, 
you listened to probably my first episode, the intro one, um, were, I mean, if I had yeah. some of this, if I had some of these, these podcasts, who knows where I, I could have gone. Yeah, it's direct access to cool and interesting ideas, you know, and ultimately, I mean, that's kind of how the internet started, right? And then, um, and then we have marketing and, you know, all the other stuff that sort of flooded it too and kind of diluted it. So it's nice that we're still finding new ways to kind of cut that stuff out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so another question that I had for you, and like you said, you didn't take any any classes per se like 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 I did. You just kind of sort of self-taught yourself through watching different things on YouTube and in the Internet and talking to different people in the industry. Yeah, actually. Um, so, you know, I mean, I still have some of my um, vo vocal training from singing, and that does port over in interesting ways that I never expected. You know, I mean, especially because I tend to be more of a character actor and creating different voices, cartoons and video games and stuff like that. Um, so singing kind of lends itself to pitching up, pitching down uh, in my characters. So becoming younger, older. Um, and, I, you know, anytime anybody asks me, what do you recommend for, you know, doing characters or doing these things that they want to do? I say sing. Even if you suck at it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's really about learning to control your voice and uh, and hearing your voice. And, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, for me, the singing training really did port over in a lot of interesting ways, but not all of the ways. <laughs> so, you know, like um I actually grew up speaking Spanish before, slightly before English. So um, sometimes, like when I do medical narration or really highly technical narration, I have to really think about it in ways that I didn't expect. Um, and it's the same when I do Spanish language narration, where you know I have to kind of switch back and forth. And uh, I don't know, there are these things that you don't expect, but that are little fun challenges, you know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I you know, cuz it's one of those things that I don't think a lot of people um knew how to get into it that it, it was as easy as it as it is. Cuz it's one of those things that you just think that's attached to acting, you know, oh, you got to have an agent, you got to have this, you got to have that, and it, it just once you start, you know, thinking about it in your mind then you start talking yourself out of doing it because you're like oh god there's all these hurdles you got to get over but no really it's not that difficult you yeah know? yeah absolutely i mean that's one of those things that i feel like it depends on the type of person that you are and like a certain tiny little level of rebellion actually comes in handy where you know it's like okay do you buy into this structure of you need to have training first and then you need to do xyz you need to get your equipment do all this stuff first or do you just do it you just jump in and try it and see what happens and some people are systems people and they need that and there's nothing wrong with that um, and then other people just want to try it and just see if it's for them and you know i was in that latter category of like i don't even know if i'm going to be good at this or if i'm going to like it so I might as well try it before I invest all this time and energy and money into setting it up. You know, I mean, what if you buy a great microphone and then you decide, nah, this isn't for me. You know, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't deal with that. So, 
Yeah, I think, you know, it just depends on on what you feel. So a lot of people I get, you know, in my DMs on Twitter and Instagram or whatever asking me what microphone should I get? What whatever equipment should I get? Preamp, something like that. And then I'll ask them, "Well, what do you do? What what's your specialty? What do you like to do?" And they can't tell me. And then I go, "Well, you know, maybe connect with yourself a little bit more. So instead of focusing on the equipment that you're getting and all that stuff, figure out who you are and who you want to be and what you want to do. And, you know, those bigger ideas, instead of getting kind of stuck in some of the technical things that, as you said, can kind of prevent you from doing it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. For like this podcast, I, I bought, so I did things kind of opposite of probably how you well i guess it would really depend on on the type of person you are so the type of person i am is i planned the whole thing out i bought all the equipment that i needed i I did all this other stuff and then it sat for i don't know i would say eight months because for me oh wow yeah for me it was it, it so talking about doing it and doing it were two completely different things in my mind. So, and this was a part of, of like how, how I'm trying to figure myself out as a person and some of my character defects and how to, how to address them. And one of the things that I was noticing about myself is like, God, you know, you have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, you can, you can plan the shit out of something, but when it comes to the execution, you're horrible. It's almost like you enjoy, yeah, I'm like it's almost like you enjoy talking about it, like romanticizing it. This is what I'm gonna do, this is what I'm gonna do, and you know you ever know you know those people that that are always gonna do people, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm yeah. gonna do this and, and but it never really comes to fruition, and I noticed that I'm one of those kind of people. and so I would waste a shitload of money on stuff, and then I would just never follow through. And so with this podcast, I was like, look, you've been thinking about doing this. You've been pulling your same bullshit. <laughs> you know, this is like self-dialogue, right? <laughs> you know, you're, you've been pulling your same bullshit that you normally do, man. And you've got all this amazing equipment that most people don't even need to start. And you've got it and you're not doing shit with it. And so I'm like, all right, so how do I hack that? And so for me, it was, all right, well, I've got three episodes. I kept try- trying to, oh, well, I'm going to wait till I get five. Okay, well, when five comes in, what is it going to be? You're going to wait till seven, eight, nine? Yep. <laughs> you, that you've got in the bank, but you still haven't launched the damn thing? And so I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to launch it. And in that way, I got no choice. Once it's out there, you either have to keep it going because content as content creators, if you're just, if you got nothing going on, especially you find this out on Instagram, if you're not posting every day, you're going from 300 to 275 to 250 to, you know what I mean? Yep. So that was kind of how I hacked myself in, in, into doing this in this podcast. And it's like, all right, well now you, now you have to start doing stuff. That's great. I mean, why not do whatever it takes, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it was it, there. There's always been some sort of an excuse as to why I can't or why I shouldn't, or you know, like all my issues that I have are all self-inflicted. You know, anything that I've ever been through, it's beca- <laughs> it, it's because of me. You know, and and it's it really that's how everybody 
is, you know, it's, it, everything starts yeah. in the mind and we, we talk ourselves into things or out of things or justify why we should be doing things we shouldn't be doing or vice versa. And it's like, it, it's nowhere else. It's right here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can blame external forces, but, uh, you know, I think that's neglecting some of the truth of it where, like, you might have a, at least a tiny little part of that responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I guess another thing with the when I was talking about how, yeah, I, I didn't do that because, you know, there's it's external forces that, you know, somebody has to like you. Um, you know, that's just another excuse. Because what is the, you know, what's the, for me, it was, what's the real fear underneath that? Well, mm. may, maybe I might suck. And maybe, sure. I yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe I don't want to hear that I suck. Well, maybe if you did hear that you suck, you can a either decide not to be there anymore and not do that. Or you can figure out a way to not suck. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like... Yeah, I mean... Go ahead. There's absolutely rejection involved, you know, to a certain degree. And you can reject yourself, too. You know, I mean, that's something that I don't feel like a lot of people um, think about, I think, is that what you said right there, which is, what if I suck? And then, I mean, inherently, even with that statement, you've got judgment there, right? Because you're saying that you suck. You're telling yourself that you suck. <laughs> and um, I think that's what we're all afraid of. Like if somebody else tells you you suck, well, you ha you still have to analyze that, you know, for veracity and you know the truth of it. And you can reject that if you want to. But when it's you, there's no running away from it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I do this in other areas too as well. It's like, well, why is online dating so attractive to you? Well, because I won't have to get rejected. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's it's I, I don't have to put myself out there. I don't have to take a risk. I don't have to go and see somebody in a grocery store and go, hey, God, you're attractive. Hi, my name's so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm married. Sorry, I'm not interested. Ouch, that hurts. You know what I mean? I don't want to feel yeah. that, you know? So I think there's, ah, there's, there's good things and there's bad things. Uh, I, I think that technology and the whole online dating thing is kind of bad because it, it, it you know, you just, ah, it, you don't, you, you get to hide too much. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you, hide um, and you can, there's a danger there in like pretending to be someone that you really aren't. You know. Yeah, exactly, and and uh, there's just so, there's so many different things, so much to consume your head with. <laughs> I know you can think about this forever, drive yourself crazy. Exactly. But no, I mean, I really think that that what you're doing with this podcast is fantastic. Like pushing yourself, getting in there, and just doing it, and then you can you can adjust the rest later. You know, I mean. Um, anytime anybody talks to me about starting a podcast, I tell them, you know, it's probably less about content. I mean, it's still about content, but it's less about content, more about consistency and just engaging with people. And I mean, you're already doing that. So good on you, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and you have a podcast as well. Now I, 
I listened yes. I listened to all three of your episodes and I they're really good. Um I was Thanks. Uh, the the so I mean it, it I had I had one of my friends listen to them and she was like I don't understand. I'm like ah, yeah, I guess you probably wouldn't. You're not you don't you're not a part of any of that. But I mean as far as a marketing <laughs> the way that you're marketing it um uh, it it's actually pretty pretty inventive you know and the, are you marketing those individuals as well that are uh voice acting in there with you yes absolutely so just ex- that's kind ex- of um go ahead yeah i was just gonna say just ex- explain your 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 uh approach on that Um, Yeah, so it's a little bit philosophical and then a little bit community driven. So um, for the community part of it, I think, you know, being somewhat new to the voiceover community and being accepted and appreciated and, you know, being supported by total strangers was really uh, great and humbling and totally different from the cutthroat world of like professional uh, classical singing, which is what I was doing before. And in that space, nobody's your friend. Everyone's just out to kind of get your part or (laughs) get a better one. And so the acceptance that I got from the voice acting community was so amazing that I wanted to give back in some way. And there were so many other people like me who were incredibly talented, but just can't be seen in this ocean of how many people are doing it. So I wanted to give them something to do and, you know, pay them, you know, just morally speaking, if I'm expecting to be paid, then they should too. And um, give them some sort of amplification in whatever small way I can. I mean, I don't have a huge audience or anything, but um, anything to get these people seen and appreciated and give them something to do, I think would be really cool. And so that along with um, some of the philosophy of it, you know, I mean, it started from X and Y chromosomes and just these weird conversations that I was witnessing and hearing online about men versus women. And it's always a versus thing, you know, and in maybe in the government and in a lot of our politics, it is versus but I think for your average human being, they they don't feel that way. It's not an adversarial thing. And like I grew up with, you know, a military family. Everyone in my family was military. And there's this sort of like hyper masculine thing. I have two older brothers and my dad were massive influences. And uh, so I got this like exposure to masculinity and it wasn't um, anti-woman. And I didn't understand where that came from, from, you know, I mean, my family was conservative and stuff, and, and it just never came out that way. Um, and so I just thought, well, okay, if it's in our government, that's one thing, but what about your average person? And so I wanted to kind of tell stories that either poked at or questioned or outright addressed either things we don't understand about each other or... um things that we want other people to understand about ourselves. So that's where a lot of the influence comes from. And then I just wanted to kind of like wrap it up in something kind of ridiculous and nerdy and fun. So <laughs> that's how you get the XY podcast, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. I think it's I think it's a really cool marketing idea. And it also gets to showcase, you know, uh 
because a lot a lot of voice actors i mean i would imagine if you're doing something that if you're not in something that you're paid you, to put it on your resume you know it would just be better if you if you had something and then you or else you could just direct somebody to hey this is what i worked on you know go take a listen to it on, on xy podcast you know et cetera, yep. et cetera. yeah for sure and there were some really good people in there, you know, that are working their butts off for <laughs> different projects. And I'm happy to meet them and work with them, you know. And then the podcasting community in general has been insanely uh, supportive as well. And so I just try to do everything I can to support other podcasts. And, like, we want to start putting spots in to XY Podcast just to highlight other podcasts not ads or anything, but just, you know, hey, check out this podcast. And um, that way we can, like, kind of all support each other, you know? Yeah, that's one of the, the, the cool things that that I've noticed about it. And, I mean, it just – because when – let's say I'm on yours, so – and then let's, you, you put this as an episode on yours, so now all your people are, are going to – you know, it's just another way to direct everybody to different places – when I first started listening to podcasts, I mean, the first one I started with was Rogan, and I'm sure he's a huge influence on a ton of people. Nice. Um, but he would, you know, I would listen to him, and then somebody else cool that I would go, I would go down a rabbit hole with them, and then it's it just a, the tentacles that kind of sp spawn off of that are crazy. Yeah, there's so many different kinds now, you know? I mean, I, I think... When some people think of podcasts, they think of just talk radio or something like that. But there's this whole other world out there of other things. You know, I mean, you've got something like this, you know, philosophical and and it's just conversation. And then you've got like X, Y podcast. This is an audio drama and we're trying to make movies in your head, you know, and uh, there's so many options. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So. Well, I think we're uh, at the point where I've, you know, got the information I needed out of you. Oh, actually, there's one more thing. So, if if I was going to start out, um, where what would the websites uh, that you would start out with? Because I know there's one, two, three, voice dot com, or there, there's there's quite a few. But where would you uh, recommend a starter one be? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so different sites will lean towards different types of things. Um, but generally speaking, I think uh, Casting Call Club is a highly recommended one where they've got a little bit of everything. A lot of it is, um, let's see, audio dramas. And there are a lot of people who are fans of a particular uh, thing. And so they'll dub you know, different versions of things or they'll mash up different things. Uh, if you are part of a big fandom, I recommend Casting Call Club. Uh, there's also a Voice Acting Club. And uh, that one has a good mix of everything. And um, I know and talk to and familiar with some of the people who run the site. And uh, they keep it really clean and legitimate. So I recommend that as a safe alternative to uh, something like Casting Call Club. Not that Casting Call Club isn't safe, but um, there's a thorough vetting that goes on for things like Voice Acting Club. Because what you, when you're starting, you want to make sure that you are protected and you're not going to work for somebody that's not going to pay you 
or you're not going to work for someone and then never hear from them again. Um, so there's a certain level of protection that goes on for those websites. Um, if you're looking to get into audiobooks, I recommend um, ACX, Amazon Creation Exchange. And uh, that website, you literally it's open to the public. You sign up for free. You just audition for a bunch of different books and you figure out what you like to do. And I tell people the difference is that, you know, audiobooks is a marathon and some of your other things like um, audio dramas, dubs, those are uh, sprints and they can both be equally as intensive. Uh, so it just depends on what type of person you are. But um, yeah, those would be the sites that I would recommend to start. Cut your teeth, do literally everything you can. Um, that way you grow as a voice actor. It may not be your cup of tea to do a, an audiobook, but if you try it, you're going to grow. You'll find out things, gaps in your talent or in your skill that you can fill or choose not to fill and at least know them ahead of time. Um, and the same goes for those other websites as well. So those are the ones I recommend to start with and just apply to everything you can. Okay. And then editing too, that's part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of people uh, feel like you need to get go out and get, I don't know, Adobe Audition or, um, gosh, what is it uh, that I have? Oh, Isotope um, Suite. And these things cost thousands of dollars. And to be honest, I still more or less use the free DAW of Audacity. Um, I will spot fill with some of the other ones for like, you know, if I have to repair audio. But as I said, kind of before, if you use your ears more than anything else, then audacity is perfectly fine. If you treat your room, if you treat your microphone um, and you pay attention to your surroundings, that's all you really need to get started. And that's free. Um, the same thing goes for microphones, too. Uh, a lot of people think you need to start out with an XLR mic and, and have this perfect setup. But for a lot of people, I know quite a few people who use USB mics, and they're perfectly fine because they treated their room or they live in a blanket fort <laughs> to prevent reflections and things like that. So um, it is less about the equipment and more about how good your ears are, as far as I'm concerned for that. And you can work with cheap and free and still get plenty of work. That's great. That's good advice. Um, you want to plug anything? Mm, um, just maybe XY podcast. Um, we're on pretty much every platform now. And uh, we're getting more episodes every month. And every episode, our cast seems to expand. <laughs> so I think we had like 17 or 18 voice actors in episode four, which is coming out in the next week or so. So, yeah, check that out. All right. Great, man. Thank you. And thank you for uh, for doing this uh, interview with me and giving me the information um, uh, for voiceovers, man. I've, uh, that's awesome. It's good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. I really love this podcast idea, and I wish you the best. All right. Thank you, Melissa. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was a good conversation with a lot of good information. If you want to contact uh, Melissa, you can reach her at her website, hearmelissa.com. You can also follow her podcast, which is XY Podcast, the letter X, W-H-Y Podcast, you can also follow her on Twitter and Instagram at XY Podcast. 
if you're interested in any of the uh, voice acting websites, uh, voice over websites, uh, you can go to castingcallclub.com, voiceactingclub.com, and acx.com. And you know what? Honestly, I I went to uh, castingcallclub.com and opened up a uh, opened up an account, uh, got a profile, and uh, did seventeen auditions. And of those, I didn't get any. But you can also listen to other people's auditions. So somebody had listened to mine, and I ended up getting like two uh, two parts out of it. They're not paying or anything, but I mean, it doesn't matter. You're just getting experience. And like she said, you know, she was she was you know uh, auditioning for tons of things, and you know, it just you know she just stayed with it, kept grinding, and at some point, you know, she broke through. So that can happen for anybody. Anyways, if you uh, get anything out of this, you know the drill. Please rate, review, and uh, subscribe. Also, my uh, social media, Instagram is at Nowhere to Go But Up Now. Uh, Facebook, Sean Dustin. Twitter is at But Up Now. Uh, podcast page is Nowhere to Go But Up Now. And YouTube is Nowhere to Go But Up. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Thanks.